everybody. I'm your host, Dr. Ann James from DrAnnJames.com, and I present to you the Freedom Battle Buddies of Color podcast. This podcast highlights and gives voice to the remarkable experiences and expertise of women of color who are currently serving or have served in any branch of the military. I believe that these inspirational stories of triumph and trial will help other women in the military and veteran communities successfully navigate their own freedom journey. You see, my definition of freedom is when you embrace the mindset of doing what you want, when you want, without ever worrying about money. Listen in as we chatted up about everything freedom. I'm talking about financial freedom, lifestyle freedom, and everything in between. Before we jump in, go ahead and hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss a future episode. So with that, let's get to it. Hey everybody, it's your girl, Dr. Ann. Welcome to another episode of the Freedom Battle Buddies of Color podcast. In this episode, you guys, it's going to be part two of my freedom journey, really my financial freedom journey. So if you haven't checked out part one just yet, go back, listen to it, and then come join us here. But yeah, in this episode, like I said, I'm going to focus on my financial freedom journey because of the fact that it is Military Saves Month. April is recognized as Military Saves Month, and I just wanted to share my story how I reach my definition of financial freedom, which is basically doing what you want, when you want, without ever worrying about money. So with that, let's get to it. So as I mentioned before, you know, I joined the Air Force right after um, high school. But before that, you guys, the only job that I ever had was working at McDonald's. So I know a lot of you, you know, as teenagers that might you may be able to relate with that being your first job working fast food. But yeah. My mom provided what I needed. So anything extra, I really had to put in the work to get it for myself. So that's where I started. And even at working at McDonald's at that early age, I learned to save. It may have been a forced saving, meaning that, you know, every paycheck, my mom would be like, hey, give me a certain amount to put in a savings account for you and then you can spend the rest. But even with that, you guys, I always had to answer to her like, why are you spending all your money on clothes? I shopped and I shopped. You know, I really like clothes. You know, I was in high school. So, you know, back then, Guess was big and the other name brands. But I remember one time I bought a pair of Guess overalls. It was a thing back in the day. And those overalls cost $80. Can y'all believe it? $80? Well, it may seem cheap now in comparison to the cost of some things now, name brand. But back then, that was a lot of money. And my mom tripped out. She was like, why are you spending all that money on them clothes? You got clothes in your closet that still got the price tag on them. And that was true. But my thought process was this. I work, right? I worked at McDonald's, so I should be able to spend my money how I want to spend it. <laughs> so as you can see, my mindset around money and shopping was shaped early in my life. So that continued when I joined the military, you guys. As many of you guys know, 
The military provides a lot for you, whether you're talking about your housing, your uniform, um, money for food, that type stuff. So I really didn't have anything to worry about when I first joined. So the stability of that paycheck on the 1st and the 15th allowed me to continue to do what I was accustomed to doing, and that was shopping. <laughs> you know, I shopped and I shopped, especially when I went, um, got stationed overseas in Italy. Can you imagine living in Italy as a single person with no cares in the world and a steady paycheck? Yep, that was me. I traveled and on top of that travel, I ate well and on top of that, I shopped. So once again, I had no concept of money. I had my credit card. I was charging it. I was making the minimum payments and I thought that I was all good. All of that changed for me when I was stationed in Italy. I was still very young. I think I was like 21 at the time is when I fell in lust um, with another individual that was serving in the military. Yeah, you heard it right. I said lust, you know, so that whirlwind um, relationship, it lasted about two years. You guys, I'm talking about we met and shortly thereafter we fell in lust. Shortly thereafter, I was pregnant. Then we decided to get married and then we decided to get divorced. Yep. All of that happened in a short period of time frame within two years. But you know, the most beautiful thing that came out of that relationship, of course, was my daughter, Kayla. So it was at that time that I realized that my life was no longer about me. It was about this other little person that was now depending on me. So that's when my life changed. So going for, you know, Kayla, it was just me and Kayla. We were still from Italy. We went to Germany. Um, it was just us two. Kayla was still young. And I noticed that Kayla wasn't speaking at the rate that I thought she should. You know, the thing about my daughter was that she did things a little late, like walk later than normal, but I didn't think anything of it. But it was when I noticed her in the daycare that she wasn't speaking at the rate that I thought that she should in comparison to the other kids. So I took her into for an appointment, what I thought would be your normal checkup appointment. I can remember it so vividly, you guys, in the doctor's office. Kayla was on the floor playing and I was just sitting there and the doctor walked in and basically he was like, you know, there's nothing wrong with her physically, but she is what's called developmentally delayed. This was the first time I had ever heard that term. I didn't even know what it meant. I was like, what? What does that mean? You know, and I just heard him. I remember seeing his lips moving, but I could not hear anything that was coming out of his mouth because my mind had took off by that time. You know, I'm sitting there wondering, developmentally delayed, what does that mean? Would she ever be normal? Would she ever talk? Would she live with me forever? I mean, really, I was wondering forever, ever? What does that mean? Yeah, it really shocked me when I heard those words. So needless to say, on the um, drive home, once again, my mind was still racing. And all of a sudden, it was like my mother was sitting in the car next to me. I don't know if I was having an out-of-body experience, you guys. I don't know. But I just heard words that my mother continued to say to me over and over again uh, while I was growing up. And I just kept replaying those words over and over. And my mother would always say that, you always have to be in a position where you can take care of yourself and take care of your children. 
And then at that moment, I realized I wasn't in a position that I wanted to be in to take care of myself or Kayla because I didn't know what that would look like with this diagnosis that I had just received. Right. I didn't know what that meant, how I would take care of Kayla. So it was on that ride home that my life truly changed. I realized that at that moment, I could not let my past mistakes with money negatively impact my daughter's future. When I tell you guys I shopped, I had maxed out credit card. By then I had a car that I could not drive, had had a a high interest rate. And I said I couldn't drive it because it was a stick shift. So what does that mean? I had to allow my boyfriend who then turned husband, who then turned ex-husband, drive it for me. And once we got divorced, I remember my supervisor had to teach me how to drive a stick shift. All of these memories kept flooding my mind as I drove home after receiving my daughter's diagnosis. So with that is when my journey towards financial freedom began. I'm sure like many of you guys, you know, money wasn't talked about really in my household. It wasn't taught in school. So I had to really self-educate myself. So it was then at that time I started reading books, watching TV shows, Susie Orman, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is really where it kicked in for me because at the time on base through the chapel, there was this program called Financial Peace University. And I decided to enroll in that course. And as the saying going in the Dave Ramsey community, I drank the Kool-Aid and I haven't looked back. And through what I learned in that program is how I was able to pull myself out of the money trenches and turn my financial picture around. It's now what I call my money battle plan. Right, that money battle plan was a lot is what allowed me to now be able to have a seven-figure net worth. I was able to pay off over three hundred thousand dollars in debt, you guys, in three years. And I don't say all that to brag, but I do say this: you can do anything that you set your mind to if that is what is important to you. And that's when I work with other individuals. Now in my position as a financial coach, that's what I tell them. Why is it important for you to get out of debt? What's driving you? And what was driving me, you guys, was my daughter. Not letting my past mistakes negatively impact her life. And I knew that the military wasn't forever. So I decided I was going to make the most of it, even though I wanted to get out at a certain period of time, I knew that wasn't the best decision for me and my daughter. And thankfully, looking back, I decided to stay in. You know, as I mentioned, you guys, I follow what I call my money battle plan. That battle is an acronym. You know, with the military, there's something always with <laughs> it always act with acronyms. The B in the battle plans believes in believing in yourself. I had to believe in myself that I can change things, that I can turn things around. And what did that for me, what helped me to believe in myself is surrounding myself with like-minded people. I mean, reading testimonies of other people's stories to see that if they can do it as a single parent, why can't I? There was nothing special about these people that I read about. The only thing that was special about them that 
they were doing that I wasn't doing up to that point was that they was focused and intentional when it came to their money. They had a purpose for their money. I didn't have a purpose for it besides spending it and having a good time, but that changed. So once again, you have to believe in yourself. The next A in the battle plans means assess your priorities. Once again, why is getting your financial house in order important to you? And as I've said over and over again, my main priority at the time was my daughter who had just been diagnosed with developmentally delayed, um, diagnosed as being developmentally delayed, what is also known now as autism. That is where my priority laid, making sure that she didn't have to depend on anyone or any government system once I became no longer here on this earth to not have to rely on anybody. So assess your priorities. Why do you want to change your financial picture? The first T in the battle plan is track your numbers. You never know where you're going unless you know where you're starting. So it's so important to know the numbers that make up your financial life. And there's four numbers that I think that are very important. The first one is your net worth. Like I said, I now have a seven-figure net worth. When this all started, it was in a negative. And believe it or not, you can have a negative net worth. And if you're not sure what the net worth is, that's basically an equation where you take your assets, what you owe, minus your liabilities. And the number is left is what determines your net worth. It can be a negative number, meaning that you owe more than what you're worth. But don't get it twisted. Your net worth is not tied to your self-worth, but that's another subject in itself. So you want to make sure that you know your net worth. The next number you should track is I, which is your income, knowing how much is coming in. You know, a lot of times your money hit the bank or you get extra money, bonuses or promotion or whatever have you, and you don't even know where it's going. So track your income. The next number to make sure that you track is your credit score. Um, you can do that free by pulling, you know, your credit report. Your credit report is nothing more than a history of your debt. But on the flip side of that, I know that it's important, you know, when you're going to make big purchases, whether to be a house or a car or whatever have you, to have a good credit score. So you just want to make sure that you track your credit score um, to see how your spending impacts that. And the last number you want to track is your expenses. Where are you spending your money? Are you eating it up by going out? Are you drinking it up? Are you smoking? Are you shopping like I was? Where are you spending your money? So track your expenses. So that is the first T of battle is to track your number. The next T of battle of the money battle plan stands for tackle debt. Like I said, I was able to pay off over $300,000, $300, I should say. I wish it was three hundred and three years. And that was by being focused. There's so many plans out there that I can mention. The debt snowball plan, the avalanche plan, paying the highest interest rate first. That's not what it's about. You have to determine what plan is best for you in your situation. For me personally, my plan was to focus. I focused on one debt. I started with the small amount, smallest amount first, because I wanted that quick win under my belt. And while I focused on that smallest amount, 
I paid the minimum on everything else. But while I was focusing on that smallest amount, I threw everything I had at it, anything extra. If I got money from promotions, I threw at it. If I saved money from coupon shopping, I threw at it. You know, people would laugh at me and be like, Ann, how are you going to walk in a 99 cent store with your Michael Kors bag? Well, I always answer it like this. It is because I shop at places like the 99 cent store that I can carry this Michael Kors bag. Okay, so it's all about perspective. But once again, you cannot put your head in the sand and not know how much debt that you have. So sit down, write it all out, open those bills, go back and look at those credit card statements and write it all out and determine what plan works for you in order to tackle your debt. The next step in the battle planning is the L, is to level up your saving and level up your giving. Saving is so important. You know, whether you're paying down that is always still important to save, have some money saved because you never know what can happen in life. And also what I've learned here recently, and I'm not ashamed of it, you know, now is giving. You guys, I was so tight with money because it was just me. I was single. So I never thought about giving. It was like, I'm saving. I got to keep what's mine in case something comes up. I never thought about giving. It wasn't until I started my faith walk and realizing that God is my true provider and the importance of giving, whether it's of my time, my tie to my church, my money, my treasures, my gifts. So in order to be on the road to financial freedom, I do believe that giving should be a part of it. And last but not least, the last step in the money battle plan is to emphasize your wins and evaluate your progress. As you may know, getting into debt can be easy, but getting out of debt is where it tends to get difficult and take a long time. So as you're working your plan, no matter how long or short it may take you, evaluate the process. Do you need to change some things? That's one thing. Finances is personal. Things change. So once you set a spending plan or a budget or whatever you want to call it, that doesn't mean that it's set in stone. That means that you need to look at it every month to determine what changes you need to make. And as you're making your changes, as you're going on your journey towards financial freedom, you want to emphasize your wins. Celebrate along the way. That is one thing I think where people mess up when they decide to mess um, get their money in order is that they feel like they're depriving themselves. They don't put money aside to reward themselves. And you have to do that because by doing that, that allows you to keep going when the times get rough on this journey. I did it. It could be something as small as getting a massage or getting my nails done or it can be something as big as taking a trip to the Dominican Republic with two of my girlfriends. Okay. So just make sure that you emphasize your wins. As long as you plan for it, you can do it. So as I mentioned, the battle plan is how I was able to pay off over $300,000 in debt in three months and how I'm now living my version of financial freedom. And I'm still on the journey. It hasn't stopped. It's now I'm just at a different stage. I'm not focusing on, 
getting out of debt. I'm making sure that I stay out of debt, right? And also doing more advanced things like real estate, investing in rental properties or investing in the stock market. It's a continuous journey. And that journey is going to look different for everybody. So as you go on your journey and if you feel like you need help in any type of way, there's so many organizations out there that can help you along with myself. As I mentioned, I am an accredited financial coach and the name of my business is Financial Freedom Battle Buddies. I'm now on a mission to help women that serve or have served conquer the battle over their finances so that they can live life freely. And because of the fact that it's a journey, it shouldn't be taken alone. It's hard when you're single trying to work on your finances because you don't have anyone there to hold you accountable, to bounce ideas out off of. It's hard sometimes to open up about past mistakes. And that's why I decided to start counseling individuals on how to successfully navigate their own journey. So don't be ashamed of your past mistakes. What's happened then is then, but we're talking now, right? That's why I tell my clients all the time, stop looking in the rear view mirror. We're looking forward out of the windshield as you start on your journey to financial freedom. So, you know, I hope my story helps you guys in some type of way. As I mentioned, if you're ready to take control over your finances and conquer the battle, go to my website, drannjames.com and reach out to me. So with that, thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you next time. So there you have it, everybody. Thank you for listening to another remarkable episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a review, and make sure you spread the word about the podcast to your battle buddies. To learn more, please jump over to www.drannjames.com. Thanks again for spending time with us and be sure to join in next time to the Freedom Battle Buddies of Color podcast.